I can't tell what you're doing right now. Voyager. Voyager. Okay. Yeah, I can hear it now. DS9 is. Oh, that's right. Have you guys ever done this while watching? the show like like and and not <clears throat> not with a performative uh element but did you ever when you were watching the shows growing up did you just like naturally do that probably to the did, theme song yes. and i do can't hear you drew good <clears throat> that's much better <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure i used to do it um to the mystery science theater the end theme not yes. so much the opening but the yeah, a little trumpet thing at the end. Uh, or horn. What, what yeah. is that? Is that it's a trumpet? Like a, it's like a horn. synthesizer horn. Yeah, it's horn. like a synthesized horn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I also, that was a good one to... And then the guitar. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. That yeah. was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're here at the auditorium. <laughs> it's been a long road. Getting from here to there. Enterprise. I think it's there to here. <laughs> it's been a long something, but my time is finally here. That's the only. That's most. That's all I know of it. That was good. And I can't remember how Discovery's theme goes anymore. I. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Once we get done out of this area into another oh, area. Oh, good point. Yes, because people are like, what is going on? Yeah, this, Where like, are the show notes? Are they in the, Where are the comments? They're like, are they in the preparatorium or what? <laughs> Not yet. Do you want some comments? Oh, my God. Don't, don't tease me, John. Do you want any comments? I would love a comment. Would you like three comments? <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I guess we have no show notes? No. Our, our show options, whatever. I don't care. Get to, the, get, to the, get, to the, get to the comments. I don't care about anything else. Your show options today are... <laughs> <laughs> Nick, <laughs> press one. No one Drew, press one. Drew, press oh. <laughs> Drew, press two. Do, 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 do. That's all the twos. Oh, they broke it. Being pressed. <clears throat> You're going to like this one. I'm going to start us off on a high note. This is our first comment. I'm, I'm tempted to do my shtick where you would say that. I would sing a really, really high note. I'm but surprised you didn't. I'm not feeling it today. Good. <laughs> a comment. Our first comment with three points. Oh, oh a multi-point comment. A multi-point comment from Mike Westfall. Ma, 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 Mike Westfall. Yeah. This was posted oh, to... it's been so long since I heard that jangle. Our Redux Men oh. episode. He says, One, my first issue was 225, the start of the Fall of the Mutant story, and kind of a stupid starting point to jump in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number two, the X-Men Nintendo game stands as the worst game I've ever played. It's a bad game. I don't remember ever playing that. Well, if it's the one I'm thinking of, I remember renting it and just being like thoroughly confused by it. Oh, okay. It was like, I feel like it was almost like a top-down. No oh, weird. Uh, Third person. Layout type thing. And you could, I was excited because you could be Iceman, I think. 
Mm, but like it, it was like the same. They all did like the same things. So it was sort of. Oh, my, this is my memory of it anyway. It was, but it was sort of pointless to uh, choose anyone. Mike, extrapolate, <clears throat> please. Thank you. What I said, Mike? Comma, extrapolate, please. Thank you. Elaborate. Extrapolate. Extrapolate. What should he extrapolate, what should he from? extrapolate from Drew's comment? Right. What he's talking about. <laughs> what? Yeah. Point three. <laughs> it appears no one can agree on the actual lyrics to the Pride of the X-Men theme song. Does he know them? Drew sang, it's today. Yeah. I always heard, this is the day. <laughs> <laughs> one time, when I looked them up, some website claimed it's saves the day, which is wrong grammatically. <laughs> X-Men, X-Men. Saves, saves the, the day, day, saves the, the day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! So, Mike, oh, what is he? He says it's this is. He always the day. thought it was this is the day. Yeah. All right, X Men, X Men. This is the day. This is the day. It's got a little beat to it. it none of them mean anything, though. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. none of them make. I mean, I guess saves the day makes the most sense. Mine but. makes sense. It's today. <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> Because you'd be a kid watching it, and you'd be like, you could start before it's now. it. You'd be like, X Men, X Men, it's today, it's today. <laughs> you just couldn't sing it on a day when it's not airing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mike, for that. Uh, Mike also commented on a recent episode of The Percolator. Uh, in response to us singing the Fruity Pebbles uh, holiday <laughs> commercial. Yes. We got a correction here. Oh, he says, no. Fred Flintstone doesn't say Merry Christmas, pal. He says, Happy Holidays, pal. That's a good point. Because even in the post-apocalyptic Stone Age of the future, when both the Flintstones and Santa Claus exist, the war on Christmas rages on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> good. Uh, good. Ashley also had a comment on that one. Mm-hmm. Ash it up. Ash it up. Ash it up. I miss that jangle too. Jangle. Ashley says it warms my heart to know I'm not the only person who remembers the Fruity Pebbles Christmas commercials. I mean, uh, Ashley, the Fruity Pebbles holiday commercials. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag warm Christmas. She says, oh, Fred. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, they ran them for 20 years, so why wouldn't we remember? Probably still running them. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I do. I, I off of the uh, advent calendar house. Uh-huh. Uh, I I uh, had either forgotten <clears throat> or didn't realize how they changed the Santa Claus voice at some point. Wait, was that him that said that? I might have saw this on a YouTube video. Whatever. Um, there's two different versions of this commercial. Yeah, is, yeah, is yeah, my point. Sure. yeah. And I prefer the original. I think mm. the Santa oh, Claus oh, seemed oh, oh, Santa Claus seemed more warm. And, oh. and the new one, he's got a much more harsh voice. I'm Santa Claus. Yes. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Christmas. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> My pebbles. Sorry, Ash. Go ahead. Well, that's no, it. that's it. Oh. And that's it here. Wait. Three, we'll see you in the percolator. Three comments. One.
something before we do anything. <clears throat> what do you have? I got what? something for you guys. You gotta, what? Yeah, jump in. I love a, a brown paper bag. Yeah. It's got a receipt we can't, in it. We can't do it's the got a receipt in it. <laughs> we can't do the uh, the percolator without our take fives. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Why? Wh- he huh. brought us all a take five. Take five. Now is this because Dick made fun of me? Yes. <laughs> and I don't think he did it on the show. He didn't. In retrospect. But Nick said that I take a long time. Uh, then I'm always late. Or that I walk it in with your take five. Right. Right. And I feel like I haven't walked in with a take five in quite. That's some why time. I'm bringing you your take five. Well, thank you, Adam. Yeah, wow. Thank you very much. <clears throat> um, okay, I do have a, a late-breaking percolation, if you guys are up for that. Sure. I and got a whole list, so whenever you can go You're both it. familiar with this, but I just want to talk about it. Yeah. Extrapolate from it, would you? So Grimes posted her regimen. Okay, wait. <laughs> I just... Mention this. Who the hell is this person? I don't know, but she posted her regimen, her training regimen on Instagram. And I just want to read it. Yeah, let's Can let's go through it. Then, we'll put this in the show notes, but here's a yeah. here's a more just in case, in case people are listening and they don't know who this person is, don't feel left out. Yeah. I don't know who this is either. So Adidas asked Grimes. <laughs> this is driving me crazy. They said, tell us about your, and they spelled it U-R. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Training regiment. I'm already disgusted. That's the uh, appropriate way in the Adidan Is language. it regiment or regimen? It's regimen. Regiment is a, like a... Military. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a group, yeah, of, so group Adidas, of soldiers. Or... Adidas says, tell us about your training regiment, oh, space no. question mark. Wow. And Grimes says... So, I'm sorry. I will. I will stop my... 40-year-old Hemant and Hanover. And I'm just going to read it. I'll just read it straight through, and then we can talk about it. It's it's amazing. I'm going to eat my take five. Grimes says, my training is a 360 approach. I I first maintain a healthy cellular routine where I maximize the function of my mitochondria with supplements such as NAD+, acetyl L carnitine, magnesium, etc., This helps promote ATP, and it's incredibly visceral. From that point, I spend two to four hours in my deprivation tank. This allows me to astroglide to other dimensions, past, present, and future. In the afternoons, I do a one to two hour sword fighting session with my trainer, James Liu. We go over the fundamentals that work the obliques, core core stabilizes, and triceps, as well as a few tricks. To wind down from this, I spend 30 to 45 minutes on an inclined hike at roughly four to four and a half miles per hour, arguably the most efficient workout. I then spend 45 minutes stretching before heading into the studio where my mind and body are functioning at peak level with a neuroplastic goal between 57.5 and 71.5 APHCs, which is my preferred range for my blood type. I have outfitted my studio with the highest grade of red light. It is pretty much 1,000 SQF IR sauna. Hannah then comes over, and we do a screaming session for 20 to 25 minutes while I slow boil the honey tea that maximizes vocal proficiency. I've also eliminated all blue light from my vision through an experimental surgery that removes the top film of my eyeball and replaces it with an orange ultra-flex polymer that my friend and I made in the lab this past winter 
as a means to cure seasonal depression. I go to bed with the humidifier on. Hashtag ASMC. Hashtag Adidas Parley. Hashtag created with Adidas. Hashtag gentrify Mordor. Now I, I'm pretty envious of those I, uh, I, eyeball I things. I I posed this um, in our discussions on online. What part of that to you is the most batshit part? That's tough, tough level. Tough. Uh, honestly, probably the part where Adidas asks her for <laughs> her training regiment her training regiment <laughs> because i'm pretty sure that it's all bullshit yeah. like you know the whole thing is is made up do you think she's like like having a laugh mm-hmm. yeah i think she's well she saw them say regiment she's like these idiots don't know anything exactly yeah, yeah. so she's we're all the idiots she's the those the i th- i think i don't know what my favorite part is i really like that she astro glides yeah. In her deprivation tank. I like the fact it's four to, f- four to five hours. Two to four hours. Two to four hours. So, le- so let's, <laughs> in let's the deprivation assume. Tank. Tank. But then like four to eight hours on the recumbent bike or whatever. Yeah. So, so okay. Let me see if I can calculate how much time. Um, yeah. As this was, I was like, this is a lot of time she's spending. So she's <laughs> two, this to, stuff. two to four hours in the deprivation tank. One to two hour sword fighting session. So the maximum we're at six hours at this point. Um, 30 to 45 minutes on the inclined hike. So that's six hours, 45. 45 minutes stretching. So that's seven and a half, seven and a half hours. And then she's in the studio. Um, half hour yeah, screaming. She's got a half hour screaming. <laughs> so that's eight hours. Is this an audio no, studio? Eight, eight, eight and a quarter. Yeah, yeah. She's. I think she's a recording artist. Yeah, well, I just wasn't sure if this was a separate studio from the... I mean, it could be any kind of studio. Yeah, she's a little unclear. Grimes. Not as thorough as she thought she was. Grimes. (laughs) I I was fascinated by that. Wow. Is... And and we discussed that she has recently and may still be (laughs) involved romantically or molecularly with... uh, (laughs) With with uh, human garbage can <laughs> Elon. What is that piece wow. of his name? I can't Not think of nice. it. Elon Musk. <laughs> He's gonna save the human race, dude. You just watch. I almost called him Tusk. Let it burn. <laughs> he has to be our savior. Yeah, He's start it over. Yeah, good call. Elon Tusk. Is that what you said? Yeah. Is that from the movie Tusk? Is there a movie Tusk? There is. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Oh. Of his, uh, kind of bizarre side horror movies they did. You said you had a list. I do have a list. Let's start off with something near and dear to John's heart. I'd like to get your two cents on this, friend. The corpse flower? What's its deal? I saw on the news, it's too tired to bloom. Nature, man. What, so what, what, what's happening here? Yeah, it just it, it got big. But So these things, the corpse flower that we're talking about, is a plant that uh, it takes about eight to ten years before it will ever bloom in the first place. So once you grow it from seed, it takes eight to ten years right. before you even get an initial bloom. <clears throat> and that's if the conditions are lucky. Um, it has to have like the right temperature consistently f- over a certain period of time in order for it to even for that to even happen. 
Uh, and then it goes dormant for a couple of years. And then when it sprouts again, it could sprout another flower or it could sprout a leaf, what is called a leaf, which is actually like a big palm tree looking thing. Right. Um, all of this requires energy. And uh, when it when it is preparing to bloom, when it puts up a flower, it throws itself into sticking this big tube up in the air and uh, seemingly uh, this year the tube in question required so much oomph that uh, said corpse flower had no no oomph left wow so now what now wait another two three years basically uh no nah, we'll no. probably have we'll probably have another one in the fall because the garden has what not eight or nine corpse flowers yeah oh this, most this, so, this is the you, secret they don't want you to know. No, we tell people every time we we say, yeah, this is one of this is five plants we received plants. from the hunting. They Huntington. they make this big deal. Oh, you better come out. The corpse flower is going to bloom, <laughs> and this is your only chance. And then within months, it's happening again. Yeah, this was supposed to be the tenth one in seven years. Eight years. That's insane. Seven years. Yeah. So who cares anymore? Is my <gasps> question. A lot of very, very invested people. Is it something you actually can witness? It was like a, is a slow uh, blooming or is it like, oh, there it goes. Burning in 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 here. You Blech. will notice it. It's the kind of, it's like watching uh, the, the night sky or something. <laughs> like, you know, you, you look at the moon and then you look at the moon again five minutes later, and you can be like, oh, yeah, it looks like the moon moved a little bit. It's okay. kind of like that. If you're staring at it constantly, you won't really notice it. But eventually, you'll, you'll realize that things have changed. It takes about 12 hours to go through the full, oh, to, wow. to fully open. At what point does yeah. it start smelling like death? Uh, usually like two to five after it starts to open. Okay. Yeah. And there's a, like a little window cut into this one. Yeah, uh, what? botanical institutions like to cut little wedges into the base of the. So the thing is, there's the problem right there. Leave the damn the, plant alone. Well, they do that. At, do it after it blooms. No. So the whole the science behind this is really interesting. It's it's putting out that smell to attract flies and stuff. Ew. It's supposed to smell like rotting meat and attract flies. Flies are its pollinators, and so they land on this big stick in the middle of it, and then. The pollen slides down Whee! into <laughs> pollen. This little uh, wait, the fly or the pollen? The pollen. That's yeah, the I mean the fly might slide down. That was the know. pollen, dude. That's the pollen slide. Yeah, flies don't sound like that, Drew. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And then there's these fun little uh, tendrils down at the bottom tendrils. that collect all the pollen, and that's how it. That's how Here's it reproduces. Here's my question: Why flies? Uh, well, I guess just because they they carry certain pollen, when, and, and they're when, probably very very uh, prolific in a lot of flies around the areas, a lot of bees around where this place where this I mean, no, not anymore. From. But this is a Su- Sumatran plant, it's okay, native okay. to Sumatra. Okay. I guess they got a lot of flies in Sumatra. Right, gotcha. Just Jeff Goldblum walking around yeah. constantly. Right. <clears throat> uh, 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 
You mind if I uh, slide down your pollen? We. That was uh, delightful. <laughs> what else is on your All list? All right, corpse flower, done. Uh, last. Uh, ka chunk. Exactly. <laughs> uh, last week we're talking about X Men uh, ad nauseum. It's today. It's today. <laughs> exactly. And we said, oh, X Men 1, the first movie was mainly about Wolverine and a little bit about Magneto. And we're idiots because Maguido, Maguido, yes, (laughs) as I yeah, yeah, we're idiots. Yeah, because it is definitively as much Wolverine as it is Rogue. Yeah, that's there's a lot of Rogue in that movie. It's basically her entire backstory, you know, story. Also, did you go and rewatch it? No, I was actually I was driving here tonight. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute! No, yeah. Rogue. That's true. I and I rewatched it a few years ago, and it it's kind of a rough rewatch. It doesn't hold up. One point five is still pretty damn good. It's kind of the, the I never watched cut. that. <gasps> What's in it that would be any worth it? Uh, a point five more amphibian references. Yeah. Oh, the frog joke. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Toad. that is literally the only thing I remember from the first X Men movie is the Awful. frog joke Toad. Toad 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 yeah the guy's name's Toad <laughs> the guy's name's Toad he played Darth Maul he did play Darth Maul. <laughs> he did a Darth Maul uh, sort of spin kick the only movie. thing I remember from <laughs> Darth Maul is our deep dive <laughs> on the on Phantom the, Menace the episode about Darth Maul <laughs> right next up soap soap. <laughs> in <Jesus>. high school, <laughs> uh, my best friend in high school uh, ended up being my best man at my wedding. And uh, as you can imagine, in high school we'd have sleepovers and such, as as you do. Um, I'm trying to think if I did in high school. I certainly had sleepovers in like elementary and middle school. I don't know that I had any sleepovers in high school. What you Let's never see. once had somebody spend the night at your house in high school. I find this super hard to believe. Is the, does that count as a sleepover, though, if it's just one person? Yes. Hey, I'm spending the night at my friend's house. That's Ergo spending sleepover. the night. Yeah, that's, okay. I'm not right. sure no, that's that fine. That's fine. Spend the night. I, okay. A little bit of semantics, but that's fine. I get there. There is a difference. <laughs> there is a difference. So spending the night. Um, I would spend that at his house, you know, yeah. vice versa. Uh, over this past weekend... Kind of out of the blue and on a whim, uh, <laughs> Xavier faces Flowey. Yeah, yeah. God of god Hyper of, Death. Ultimate God of Hyper Death. Um, good night, Ultimate God of Hyper Death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that my buddy Dave has a son who's roughly Xavier's age. They were hanging out and they said, and Xavier said, Hey, do you care if I spend that over here? And it was. Is n- Dave the friend from high school? Yeah, my, my best man at my wedding. Um, and I was like, Yeah, sure. And then I got home and I was like, Two generations, and the funny thing is that Dave, <laughs> Dave, uh, I like imagining that you like you walk in the door, you know, like, yeah. you close the door behind you, yeah. and you just stop. <laughs> Two generations. <laughs> that's, that's not far from exactly the way it played uh-huh. out. I walked in, into my living room a few steps, yeah. and I stopped. I was like, "Huh." But the crazier thing is, on a, on a certain level, it's whatever. Uh, Dave bought his parents' house when they kind of got too old to take care of it. So it's the same house, even. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Did they watch like the same movies? Or um, we didn't watch a whole lot of movies. We played Star a lot of video games. Did they? Did they watch the same 
YouTube react videos. I'm sure they did. <laughs> Probably played Fortnite all night. And that watched. you guys? No, I mean that you guys watched. Oh. <laughs> You're dropping your phone, dude. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. It is interesting. You uh, you raised the prospect of discussing sleepovers without telling us exactly what inspired it uh, prior to us coming in here tonight yeah. and uh it is it is bringing back all kinds of conversation topics so i, I yeah i think a sleepover slash spending the night episode could be in the offing yeah. i can remember uh, do you remember being like i would there would always be a point in a sleepover where i would wait i would still be awake and most everyone was still asleep mm-hmm and I would get weirded out by by that. <laughs> Save for the sleepover episode. For the what? Sleepover episode. God, you know what's funny? Yeah, so God. I'm listening to the freaking percolator from last week. Sure. No, you're recording it, the percolator right now. Oh, from last week. Last week. Yeah. <laughs> last week, John. And uh, I think I might have said this on the show or whatnot, but I legit, I legit I'm trying... This yeah, season, you did, you did say this. To, to yeah, get my freaking voice under control. You just gotta. I think it's less a matter of <clears throat> controlling your voice as controlling your speed. Well, it, it's actually because you try to bl- burn through your words. Uh, do you guys know the history? The history. <laughs> Of my voice. <laughs> I hope you put it on there. <laughs> Do you know this? Do you no, know the story? No, Have you talked about this before? No, no, no. Maybe. When, when I was a kid, <laughs> more sordid stories from Adam's childhood, um, I had uh, a voice, a stammer. Oh, you've had, I believe you, you've at least mentioned this to me off mic. Yeah. Uh, stutter and a stammer. Um, I could, it was very difficult for me to talk. Yeah. Uh, my stammer was so bad, and I had to go through pretty intensive speech therapy for about a year or so. Um, so anytime my mouth or my voice starts doing that sort of syrupy mm. speed thing, yeah, um, I literally, to this day, have to consciously think to myself, and that's part of stuff I learned when I was eight years old, like, these are the things you have to do mm-hmm. in order for people to understand what you're saying. And if I'm not consciously thinking about it, I'll slip back into... Mm. That mode. Gotcha. Now imagine that. I imagine when you can't understand me, you know, creepers, and then add a bad stammer on top of that. Yeah. And that's kind of the way I talk. Well, what it is is you're relaxed. Yeah. Right? We're not wearing... You're comfortable here. Not wearing pants. Yeah, no one's wearing <laughs> pants here. Nice and wet. <laughs> <laughs> In the percolator. We don't have any listeners, so it doesn't... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, literally, every time I talk, and even when you've like seen me on stage stuff like that, I have to consciously all the time. If I, I don't consciously <laughs> do it, my voice will slide back into. When are you next on stage? It's called Turtle Speech. Wait, did you do Hades Town or whatever? Did I do Hades Town? What's I, going on with that? I wish. What do you mean? Or weren't you? In a, aren't you in a movie or something? Oh yeah, we start filming in a couple weeks. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So What's I, the, wh- I thought you did a I Hades did, Town I, production. No, I, again, I wish I did. Because you brought that to the music thing, and you right. were like, I love this, and I'm about to sing it. Uh, no, I but think I said I'm I love wrong. this, and I want to sing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I did it right now. I did. <laughs> Hades Town, Hades Town, way down under the ground. Is that real? Yeah. 
I hope it's better than <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> than what I just did. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I did a movie earlier earlier this year, a little time travel movie, and I'm doing a where second can, movie. Where can we see that? Uh, I have not seen that yet, actually. So it went to post production. It got there was one there was one screening of it which I missed, and then it went to kind of a the director wanted to do some more editing on it. He wasn't happy with it. Wasn't happy with it, and then I've not heard since. Yeah. Um, but this. And the other movie, this is the one you got the lead? Yes. Yeah. And we start starts shooting? On the 26th. Cool. Of July. All right. Yes. So it's called Shut we'll Up. Some... Oh, wait. Do you want to notice? I mean, yeah, yeah. Do you want a little spoiler? Can you tell us? Sure. It's called Shut Up and Salute. Oh. Yeah. And um, can we get, you know, set reports? Sure. On yeah, the percolator. Yeah, maybe? I think we should. Yeah, we should have we, like this is a new segment. Yeah. On the, of the percolator <laughs> where Adam films a movie. <laughs> no, it's called Adam Set Report. Set Report. <laughs> Adam Set Report. Oh, that's great! Perfect. Thank you. Oh, list, yeah. list, 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 illustration. Um, we were singing Star Trek themes when we first <laughs> walked in here today. That's right. And uh, on the flight to Salt Lake City, uh-huh. uh, the plane offered free shows, and so I'm going through and going through and going through the plane. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they had nice of that plane. had Discovery. Welcome <laughs> aboard. <laughs> you and I have different like conceptions of this plane. Uh, <laughs> like Mine's like a cartoon plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I imagine he like kind of rolls his eyes back yeah. toward the cabin. Hey, Adam. <laughs> well, I've got a selection of things you can watch. <laughs> I've curated them special for you. <laughs> Hope we don't crash. <laughs> I'm not watching anything right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Discovery was one of the options. Oh, Star Trek Discovery. Star Trek Discovery. Was that it was, like, um, was it a certain episode? or It was the entire first season. Wow. And you watched the whole thing? I sure didn't. Did you watch any of it? I sure did. Hence my story. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the latest Star Trek show, right? Yeah. Correct. And have you seen any I've of it? I've seen none of it. Uh, which is very strange for me. Uh, well, you have to pay for it. You do have to pay for it. CBS, CBS All, All Access. Access. Yeah. Um, so I hit play on that uh, thing. I really enjoyed it. Hmm. So you watched one episode? I watched two, maybe three. I can't quite remember. Definitively two. Did you get to the part where they said, fuck? No. No. Oh. Enjoy that when it comes. Spoiler. <laughs> okay. I've, I've eased it for you. Because it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, we're saying f*** on Star Trek now. Cool. I hope it's uh, Data that <laughs> <It> says it. <laughs> They're Dr. Noonie and soon. Yeah. So are you so just going to fly back and forth to Salt Lake City until oh, yeah. you finish oh, it? Oh, that's a good... It'd be a pressure way to watch it. Um, I think I just enjoy... So it's definitely... It ain't your grandpa's Star Trek, that's for sure. Holy moly. No. Um and it's your it took me a sec- 2000s era Battlestar Galactica's Star Trek. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it took me a sec to get used to the new Klingon uh, design. Yeah. I don't know if I talked about it. I probably probably did on the show. I have no problem with them redesigning the Klingons in general. But, man, are these not... Uh, I, I just find it looks like a mess. 
like mm-hmm. the design. Go on. Could um, go more detail. This is radio. I also miss the like jovial Klingons. Like I, I, I like the warrior aspect of mm-hmm. Klingons, but what made them a, a race you could root for on Star Trek, in my opinion, was they were so joyful. Boisterous. And boisterous, yeah. And uh, on Discovery, that is like, I mean, seem, it's seem kind of dour. It's so boring. You're just like, okay, all right, we get it. You guys are Klingons, and you're ugly. <laughs> uh. You shouldn't really said what you don't like about the new design. <laughs> oh, um, I just think it's not very like it, in the way that um, the not the original design, but the <laughs> like TNG, TNG era right. design. Or, or maybe I guess actually called? Star Trek um, three I guess would have introduced this design really. Yes, the ridges. Yeah, it's really simple, you know, and it, and it's distinct, and also uh, you can create really unique shapes in individuals that are recognizable, right? Mm-hmm. How does that forehead? Exactly. How does that mustache? Let's get that mustache on. Um, and in this one, man, John's, John's face was great. We'll put, we'll put that in the show notes. Anytime we have an excuse, put that in the show notes. Yeah. I'll do it every damn time. Um, don't forget Drew. But the, these new ones, I just feel like there's nothing interesting about it. Mm-hmm. It just sort of feels like over designed and overthought. And I actually know, I don't know them personally, but I know that the, um, people behind it are, uh, Glenn Hetrick and, um, man, what is the other guy's name? I can't think of it right now, but they actually are hosts. No, they're judges on the show Face Off. Okay. On Sci-Fi, which is a, a prosthetic makeup, um, like reality competition. And man, it's so clearly these guys' design. Yeah. And it just looks like everything else, in my opinion. Like every like face-covering alien hmm. modern day just to me it's like all this the same shapes and and like i feel like the actors can't speak through mm-hmm. the uh prosthetics they're not, not speaking english just so you know right <laughs> i know good, i can't say these guys at all but it's just like they can't even speak it doesn't even sound like cleon to me sure so yeah i i i am all for redesigning it i don't have a problem with that but i just wasn't i'm not a fan of this redesign mm-hmm. And in general, I'm not a fan of the show. I, I do want to. I would like to finish season one because I think I got. I think I have two or three episodes left. But they sort of they did something at the very where I stopped watching. I was like, oh, like I was really disappointed with what they chose to do. Yeah. Um, Can you see that know. in Klingon? No, I don't, I can't speak Klingon, but I know I want to hear it. Mm. I once bought a uh, uh, English to Klingon dictionary. Nice. I think I had a copy of yeah. the uh, Rules of Acquisition. Yeah. I met the sure. I met I the guy who invented the language in DC. I met him super too. Big, super big nerd. Is it the dude with the? Does with he have the like a crazy cut? forehead and the uh, mustache? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. If that's what he like. uh, do you see the the poster for Picard? Yeah, he's got a dog now. I wish I could be interested in that. What? You're not? Well, I'm just based on Star Trek Discovery. I'm like, I don't know if Star Trek is for me anymore. It but seems, that's, the, that's a totally different story. Like well, is and, it? And show. From what I've read, it's got a similar approach to it. It's like the 
people who brought you Discovery. As in CBS. Yeah, but I, I just, I, I'm, I'm being, I'm not being excited about it because, one, it, it's certainly not going to be like Next Generation. Right. In any way, other than it'll have Picard in it. There'll be, be fun cameos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there'll be fun ones. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Wesley the whole time. <laughs> I love Wesley. I know. That would be fun. He's not fun, though. But I, I'm just but saying Wesley is not fun. I, I I just have very low expectations based because I just feel like they're not making that for me anymore. Like that is to say, there's a different audience for for what is now Star Trek. I just think, especially with Picard, don't don't count it out because I also don't know if I want to watch. I mean, like, who cares about seeing what Picard's up to? <gasps> I do. The only here's the only thing that that has me some he's not on a ship or anything he's got a dog though well and he makes wine now i don't mind that he's not on a ship here here's what's and maybe he'll end up on one but what is interesting to me and is that it's for once something that's not set before right all the other shows yeah if anything this is set i would guess 20 to 30 years after yeah tng well even i guess uh voyager too yeah yeah but but I mean that at least I w- I want to see the Federation and and you know uh, the world the universe of Star Trek where it goes I don't want to keep going back to yeah stuff I don't you know I don't know that's the other thing that Discovery that bugs me about Discovery is a lot of the things don't jive with what's to come in the future. But this is kind of like alternate dimension sort of thing, right? Isn't that the whole Abrams? I don't know. Multi, no, no. Multi. They they said before it came out, they said no. This is prime timeline. This is not. Oh, it is. This is not Abrams timeline. Well, then how do they? I know. How? I know. I just can't really have a mustache. And maybe that's changed. Maybe they that was a, a trick, and like by the end of season one, they're like, "Oh, we fooled you, actually." Right. But I don't know if that's the case. But for what I re- what I remembered reading going into it, it was like, no, this is prime timeline. Hmm. Even though it looks a very Abrams-esque in style. Yeah. And and they're like communicating via hologram when this is supposed to be set before the original series. Like before uh, Enterprise? Before... Because uh, Enterprise was the prequel to... I don't... You know what I'm talking I, about? I think it's post-Enterprise. Post, well, I guess it has to be because they're doing warp stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Post Enterprise pre Kirk. But like there's people talking to hologram. Like instead of a view screen right. conversation, it's a hologram. Well, it's a little walkie talkie thing. Yeah. But it's not a. It's like, why have we? Why did we abandon this technology? Well, there's exactly a question a lot in Star Trek. Yeah. Maybe they ran out of holocrons. That's a good point, John. I just feel like, you know. Those energon cubes it's also. easy mm-hmm. or it's not it, it's why not just like say well we don't have that yet you know like dramatically speaking is it that big of a deal if you're talking to someone on a view screen versus in a hologram form like i know will i am is way cooler yeah. as a hologram <laughs> look at me i'm a hologram i'm like star trek is that what he said something like that which at the time made zero sense. Yeah, but just turns out but he was very, <laughs> he very prescient. He just, he just knew. 
That was my list. That's, all That's I got. your list. See you, everybody. John, you what? Punk. We talked about this. <laughs> before we walked in here today, I said, John, last few weeks, even before the hiatus, um, you, you just you never seem to have anything in the in the in the percolator. I just I don't know what I, I I don't know what I could bring up that would be worth talking about. Right, but then I thought you said today at least you had something. Nothing we've brought up was worth talking about. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> no, I, 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 ever, anything that comes to mind, I feel like my natural inclination is to just be like, well, here's why I don't like this or that or whatever. And that just doesn't what seem don't like you any like? fun. Yeah, um, John, what don't you like? I don't like Big Little Lies. Have you watched it? <clears throat> yes. I don't God, I hope you, I was hoping you were going to say no. <laughs> that would have been amazing. It have been so you. Mm, that would have been nice. But it's okay that you did. It's fine. What is that show about? It, what is that show about? And I'm sorry, that was... <laughs> I legit am asking. <laughs> that came off very sarcastic, Adam, but I legit want to know. <laughs> it's going to shut up forever now. Uh, I, want an, I want an actual... Not a, not a John Snark answer, but like... John Snark. <laughs> you know everything, John Snark. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I want to, like, first tell yes, me what it's about. Let's get a dual thing here. What is it about? Like, first it tell about? me what it's supposed to be about. And then you, As and presented to you, John, this is the show and it's about this. Okay. What you understand it to be about, what it's intent, intended uh, premise by the show creators. And I don't want a joke answer. I want a real answer. And then you can give me your John Snark answer. Okay. It is about five women who share a secret. And then individually, they all have other... Sub-secrets. Sub-secrets, yes. Okay. Can you tell us what the secret is? I can. Well, sort of. Yes. Is that a spoiler or do you know like from the get-go? That depends on who you are and... How uh, how obvious the machinations of the show are going to seem to you. Okay. But I will put a spoiler alert here. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Well, I mean, I, I can... This can be a light spoiler. I can... Here's what I'll tell you. Um, there is an incident that makes up the premise the background of the yeah. premise for the it's first like, season. It's like a murder or something? Uh, well, you don't know that okay. until the end. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's already been spoiled for me. You you don't know what the incident is. You just oh, see... Oh, you just know that something has happened. Something has happened in this town, and um, you see throughout the first season uh, police interviews with all of the with all of the major characters and also a bunch of side characters. Is this like found footage style or is this just strip film? No, it's just regular, okay. a regular third person. It's like true detective. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but nowhere near as interesting <laughs> or compelling or, um, there's the John, there's the satisfying. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is. It, it, and that's not the, that's not the part that is the problem with it. I think it's, as I've said before, something that something that's built around a surprise can can still be okay. Yeah, absolutely. If if that's not all that if it that's has not going the point for of it, right? Exactly. And I I think the 
the filmmakers would argue that that isn't the point of it. This is not, not the point intended to that's like be a gotcha thing, the even the though I'm pretty sure the director said in the behind the scenes yeah. thing, like, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> yeah. This um, is, this is similar to, I was, I, you know, game of Thrones ended recently mm-hmm. and it was pretty awful. And I read or saw an interview with one of the showrunners and apparently they changed things after people figured things out on the internet. And they're like, well, now we have to change it. Stupid. Why? Yeah. And what's really fantastic is, and uh, I've seen this a couple times since, George R.R. R. Martin, who wrote oh, the this, books. Oh, I've seen this quote. This is brilliant. He said this in a few different interviews where he's like, you know, these books have been out since the 90s. And I've been sort of, you know, sowing seeds of this big twist. And in the 90s, if one out of 100 readers figures it out, well, no big deal. Yeah. You know, like that that one knows and whatever. But, you know, now with the Internet, once one person figures it out, everyone's going to know. And so, you know, when that happens, I ask myself, well, should I change it? And then I'm like, well, of course not. You know, I'm I'm writing a story I want to write, and I'm building to something. I've been building to this. Like, yeah. if I change it now, you know, it won't make any sense. And, and you know, that's not the point of it anyway. Well, yeah, and 20 years from now, somebody's going to read those books right. and not... Yeah. The, the way I heard him phrase it, oh, and no. I thought it was very succinct, he said, if I'm writing... The, if, if I'm or anyone's writing the story, and the butler did it, right? And, the you know, the whole time... You're writing the story. The butler did it. And then the last book, you change to the maid. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's not fulfilling. It's not fulfilling. He's like, it doesn't, it's, you yeah. did it to like just a twist. And then if people are following these clues and trying to figure it out and the natural solution is it was the butler that did it. Awesome. I figured it out. And basically, oh, no, it was the maid. Cool, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. You thought it was the butler. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, while we're talking about HBO shows, yeah, a plug uh, a show on HBO. Plug a show, HBO. It's called Deadwood. <laughs> <laughs> you guys watch Deadwood? It's called Dream On. It's yeah. Uh, I've never seen Deadwood, I've so ne- I've always wanted to watch it. I remember when it was big, and I was I scoffed at it. I very much did, like because everyone's like, "Oh, they cuss a lot." I remember yeah. that being the big like, uh, yeah, takeaway. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, they cuss all that. And I'm like, well, it's one, it's HBO. Mm-hmm. And two, like, may, and maybe I'm like, in hindsight, being more like dismissive of this than I would have been at the time. Because I think, it, I mean, it is a lot of cussing. And, and I guess people were, their big thing was like, is that even accurate? You know? But anyway, I've been watching it. And I will tell you, it is a refreshing show to watch in terms of like, being, you know, in the middle, or maybe it's a, we're at the end of prestige TV, you know, uh, uh, explosion mm-hmm. to have a show that is well produced and, and really well made, but is not focused on like major dramatic turns and like it's just like uh, it's a simple story, character building and storytelling. And and it's that's really all it is, as far as I can tell. And I think you know that's at first is jarring because you're if you're used to watching shows like uh, 
Game of Thrones or something like that. You know, you're used to like always like they're always amping you up. You know what I mean? As a viewer. And this is just a really even ride and I love it. Now there's two seasons of that. There's three seasons in a, in a movie. Okay. So it's three. Yeah. And I know there's a, what ten year gap between the right. third season? The movie season. just came out. Yeah, and it basically was to finalize the story. I guess from right. what I've heard, yeah, finally is like okay, we made this movie. I've only watched season one and part of season two so far. I've never seen any of it. I'm just uh, saying what I heard. Yeah. So, but that, I like that. I like that. Uh, that there's enough. There's an untold story. People liked it enough that they said, you know what, this is worth revisiting and finishing up what we started. Yeah, my understanding is from the get-go, like from the time the show ended, uh, David Milch, who's the guy behind it, has been trying to get something done to wrap up the story. Resolve it. HBO seems to be pretty good about that. I mean, well, more so than a lot of uh, platforms, I guess. Like most, you know, don't ask Netflix to. Yeah. Oh well. What. Or anybody, really. With their original series, don't ask them to give you time closure. To, yeah, closure. Or, yeah. Oh, I mean, what they, they, they canceled? the shit out of shows or, constantly. Well, and that's the two totally different, like, approaches. Now, if you didn't start on but, Netflix, Netflix will finish the show, your show for you. <laughs> that is right. true. Yes. Is true. If you are already an existing property with a, a built-in fan base or whatever, then yeah. And, and a lot of, there is a lot of that. And... Like I, I say this, I say like HBO is very good about doing this, um, providing resolution. And I realize that there are examples of other places like Netflix doing that. But in, in pretty much all of those cases and all of those other scenarios, the show is moving from one place to another. Right. Yeah, Hulu totally. did it with the Mindy Project, I yeah, think. Mindy uh-huh. Kalen, or yeah, um, Mindy Project, yeah. And uh, somebody did it with Buffy, I think. Or not Buffy. Um, uh, you, I Kristen, don't know what I'm thinking of. Uh, yeah, Ver- Veronica, Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. Yeah, yeah. What's her name? <laughs> Veronica Mars. No, the actress. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Yeah, yeah. Somebody did it with that show. Yeah. And, and yeah, but it's always... That was, well, they got a Kickstarter for a movie, and then they got a follow-up show somewhere. Correct. Mm-hmm. Where is the show? Uh, either Hulu or Netflix, Netflix or Amazon Prime, yeah, yeah or something like that. I don't know. But HBO, CBS All Access, has done this <laughs> now with numerous. Uh, they saved, properties. HBO saved Sesame Street. Yes, they did. HBO saved Sesame Street. They did. Uh, they did a Sex in the City. They did two Sex in the City movies. They did an Entourage movie. These are all terrible, I think. I haven't seen any of them, but I'm just assuming that they're terrible. They started that way, though. But, yeah, right. It's they they like, were true to... It's not like there was a pedigree to be right. <laughs> <laughs> they did it with Looking, I'm just which was, nobody watched as far as I know. Nobody but was looking. I want the Fraggle Rock movie, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's an HBO original. I believe Fraggle Rock is coming back. I feel like clap, I've read Clap, clap. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag clap clap. <laughs> Astroglide. Uh, <laughs> if we are though, it, this actually this conversation did. I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you put, pressed me on yeah, this good. because we I did come to a place of positivity. Um, 
with regards to well so i mentioned earlier that like everything i can think of i just i feel like i have to trash it yeah. right now uh i have one like really um uh positive uh take in in the same vein since we're talking about streaming stuff um have you guys seen the show easy on netflix no i seen the little image where yeah, it's the a little thumbnail ladies underwear oh yeah I you saw the those. little automatic promo that plays. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate those. I hate yeah, it. Absolutely. God, I hate it so much. You know, those little thumbnails are, are like tailored to you, the you, John. Yeah. But As they like, change. It might not be the same for me. They change and they spoil things. Yes, they yeah. do. Well, I was watching, you know, I watched Voltron on Netflix. Okay. Was, hold up. I'm not caught up. It, I won't say what it did, okay. but it, it just like the thumbnails like, well, that's a spoiler. Yeah. So don't look at the thumbnails. I won't. You shouldn't. You should really just like what a great show. not just, browse well, just, Netflix. Just don't look at it and listen when the preview starts. <laughs> yeah, see if you recognize it. And, yeah, that's Sorry. It. Anyway, uh, well, so easy. easy. It's it, there's three seasons. It's an anthology show set in Chicago. So oh. it is it that's for the good. most part. Every episode is different characters, different story. Every episode. With with some exceptions because yeah. there are recurring characters yeah. and they they do have sort of arcs that run the whole series, but they're they're split up so you're not watching all of one story at one time right. in one season. They just bounce back and forth between them. Um, but the I guess the lead story, if there is a lead story, is about this married couple and them trying to work through this like malaise in their relationship. And it results in them uh, taking kind of a weird approach, um, and they. I won't. I will. I won't go into the details of of what they what they go through in that. But one of them takes to it a little bit better <laughs> than the other takes to it. And in the final episode, featuring those characters, they have this. Um, reckoning yeah and and for the most part this is one of those shows where like no scene lasts longer than like 30 seconds right which i normally find pretty frustrating and and stupid but um in this show and there these are only like 22 minute episodes for the most part or something like that so i kind of understand they need to make it quick but in the in the wrap-up of this storyline they actually take the time this is it's like twice as long as the normal episode and they take the time to have to film the entire conversation that they have, mm-hmm. like they, they have both been out on, on a night in different places yeah. and they happen to run into each other again at the same bar. Mm-hmm. And so they move closer and they start having this conversation about what they're feeling in terms of where they are. And, and you just see the whole conversation from beginning to end. And it doesn't really necessarily resolve the issue, but it, it, is just this incredible performance. Like just mm. the acting in that moment, uh, that, uh, that scene is just the best thing that Netflix has put out in minutes. Nice. Yeah. Daredevil. <laughs> stranger things. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Stranger things three, three? which is better than season two. Oh, you're watching. Oh, totally. I'll give it that, but I'm not watching it. Still. <gasps> Why not? Didn't like season two. Season three is great. It's not great. It's better than season two. It's better than season I just two. have very limited time. I won't be taking up with Stranger Things. Oh, it's so good. That trailer drives me insane. 
the one that auto plays. Oh, that speaking of Stranger funny. Things, I was at Target recently, and they've got all the Stranger Things stuff, and they have uh, a Stranger Things button, like uh, um, among the greeting cards. They have Stranger Things greeting cards and okay. like these little knickknack things that you can mm-hmm. get. One of them is a Stranger Things button, and so I pick it up, and of course you can try it in the store or whatever. And I just like immediately I know exactly what this thing is, right? I I I, I have run my my mind around the concept of the stranger things button. And Uh I've come back with only one possibility for what this thing does. And so I press it. I like, I look around and I excitedly press this thing and I just know that I'm going to hear the theme song come out of it. Yeah. No, it's some quote from the show. It's some, one of the kids yelling about something. Uh, (laughs) Probably, uh, Dustin, Dustin, right? Probably Dustin. So never mind. Never mind. Stranger no thank you. Three. Never mind. I took the button. I put it in a freezer in the the food section. Yeah. And here's I, my I question. Hope it's still there. Yes. You can spoiler me. On Stranger Things three, does the do the X Men return? No. Good. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet. So, but thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, sorry, John. <Dan. laughs> Whoops. No, I thought that was the weakest part of season two. It was just so Among other things. just super undeveloped, yeah. underdeveloped. It was just stupid. Along yeah. with everything else in season two. Yeah. But and three, most things in season three. Three is great. It's simplified. It's just so I, I know that the whole point of the show is to pander. I know that. But I can't like the mall Just kinda sit back and enjoy it. Uh, I don't think it so much. Yeah, you're right. I'm See, thinking. the problem with that approach, though, is then you fall asleep because there's nothing engaging about it. I, I, I guess I agree to disagree. And I'm not saying just sit back and enjoy it for most things that are pandering. Yeah. I think because this, because they're not, it's just trying not, to pull any punches. It's I just, guess I just don't. It's yeah, I don't know. It's just it's like three times removed from an authentic version of the '80s. But they're not trying to be authentic. They're trying to be this I, that, stylized. I, I know version of it the bugs 80s. me. It's not. But I, they're not even really getting that right. You know, like it. There's a Sam Goody in that mall. I thought it was pretty pretty accurate. <laughs> I didn't say accurate though. I said right. Where's the B. Like, Dalton? Is my question. The, Ooh, where's the Babbage's? Those are my question. They're going for a stylized approach. Like I recognize the appeal of that, but this doesn't. This doesn't deliver on that premise hey you know what mm. this is not we're this is not a stranger things percolator no thank god i'm gonna cut all this out anyway <laughs> netflix is gonna end it at season three and then hulu will save it <laughs> nope season four it's supposed to be the last season like the duffer brothers said it's a four season uh story yeah oh is it it is now yeah. No, they said that after <laughs> at the start of season two, they said this is going to be a four season story. Yeah, they didn't. It was not a four season story at season one. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yep. See you guys. Oh no, we got <laughs> negative. <laughs>